1: My name is Birdie, and I'm a medium. That means I can communicate with spirits, amongst other things. I started seeing spirits before I can even remember. I grew up feeling cursed, but now I am taking control of my abilities.
0: My name is Robert, and I'm an energy worker. That means I'm in tune with the flow of energies that surround us. I'm immersing myself in the paranormal to discover where my path will take me.
1: Welcome to our spirit diaries. Hello and welcome to the spirit diaries. My name is Birdie and I am here with Robert.
0: Hello everyone.
1: And we are going to be talking about some spirit stuff today, as usual. But before that, I just want to say a quick thank you to our patrons. I want to say thank you to everybody who has rated this podcast on Apple Podcasts and who has hit subscribe or follow on any platform. And for all of you guys who engage us on social media, it's really fun. I feel like so connected to you guys. And it's, I just enjoy uh, connecting with you all on the podcast as well as off of the podcast so it's really cool and thank you all for all of your support
0: we appreciate it so much more than we can say and if you guys want to get yourself any spirit diaries merch go ahead and check out my check out some of those super cool designs by birdie herself i rock those t-shirts six times a week at least <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's not untrue. That's not untrue.
0: (laughs) Your designs are most of my closet right now. (sighs) And you can also check out our Etsy shop at etsy.com slash shop slash spirit diaries, where we have the cool t-shirt designs, as well as a recent addition being the 100% natural beeswax candles, which are pretty cool.
1: Yeah, they're fun. I like making those.
0: Yeah. And they burn super cleanly.
1: Mm -hmm. That's good. It's good for uh, candle magic, which we'll get into, or just like generally like setting really good vibes. You know, candles have been used for centuries of, you know, people setting good vibes and birthday wish candles. So candles are cool. They're one of my favorite things to use for protection and setting the space with good energy.
0: Yeah. We always have at least a hundred in our house at any given time. <laughs> <laughs> Half of them are burning.
1: Um, yeah, yeah, it's a thing. I I definitely believe in the power of, you know, white light candles and filling a space with warm, positive, happy energy. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> so starting on today's story. I was still really unsure of, I was <laughs> on the cusp of, do I embrace this or not? And during this time, I had started seeing this man walking through the woods behind our apartment. And there was like this little pond lake, um, I guess you guys would call it a pond, um, behind our apartment that sort of wrapped around our building. And then on the other side of that was, like, a little bit of nature preserve. And then if you followed that for a while, then there was another river. Um, but it was pretty isolated back there. And it was so thick that you really couldn't walk. And um, there was alligators who lived back there. <laughs> like, people were coming all the time to get alligators out of the way. So this wasn't a safe area to just casually, you know, go through a stroll in the woods with. There there was definitely... Um, just scary spiders scary creatures snakes snakes yeah Yeah, it, it was impossible to walk back there so i kept seeing this guy in all white walking back through the woods and i was just like what is this psychopath doing why is he walking back there And we had a new addition to our family, a little puppy at the time. Mm -hmm. And I would be standing outside, letting him go to the bathroom and I would just be watching this guy. And he was always walking from the right side of the woods to the left side of the woods. And then he would fade out. Like he would be there for a second and then he would fade out. And I thought that this weird definitely probably a spirit considering he disappears right and i started to notice the more and more i seen him that he was doing this like residual path of walking mm-hmm. and he there was no noise you did not hear the branches branches breaking and you could see him moving his arms like he was pushing branches out of the way you couldn't hear him right um and i was so confused by this spirit and I had told you, I was like, I'm seeing something. I'm not going to tell you what I'm seeing. I want you to see it. Right. It's like, because I'm seeing this all the time. There's no way you can't see this. There's no way.
0: And to clarify, I by no means consider myself any type of medium. I don't see things like I don't see entities on like a daily basis. Um, <laughs> my Mine is more like an energy based type of thing. Like I can feel energy around me. I can feel the motion. I can feel how people are feeling based off what they're giving off. Mm-hmm. But I I don't see people walking through the forest.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I do.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I remember you're like you have to see it.
1: I And I took you out there all the time because I'm like, you are going to watch this guy walk through the woods. And for me, I just wanted somebody else to see it because I in no way believe that like there's there's no way. There's no way I'm the only one seeing this. My eyes are the same as your eyes. My brain's the same as your brain. Why do I see spirits and why do other people not? Right. Why do some a handfuls of people, t- people all around the world, people with, uh, throughout history have seen spirits? Why do some people see them and some people just don't? It frankly pissed me off. Right. Because at this point, I'm just getting infuriated. I'm like Everybody can see spirit. This is not unusual. Why, why is everybody lying?
0: <laughs> no, I understand. So
1: I remember standing out there with you. I didn't tell you anything. And I was like, look into the woods. And I remember he appeared and he started walking through the woods. And you were with me. And I was like, there's somebody right there. Look. And you're like, there's nobody walking through the woods. There's nobody. And I told you, I was like, no, really? Look and tell me what you see.
0: Yeah, I remember this day because we had just got back from campus. It was in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. The day Full was daylight. over. It was I think it was around like 3 or 4 mm-hmm. in the afternoon during the summer. It was warm outside. Mm-hmm. And we lived in a complex where I swear these people had at least 6 cars each. <laughs> so, apartment the apartment parking was terrible. So we ended up parking like a half a mile down the <laughs> parking lot and walking to our apartment complex. Yeah, we did. And I remember we were walking and you we were having this conversation and then I remember just seeing a guy in all white mm-hmm. walking and I'm I'm staring at this person. I think I just stopped walking You're at dead. this point and I'm just watching this guy walk and there is no sound. Uh-huh. And I was like What the hell is happening?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I know. It was insane.
0: And I was like, okay, it's time to go inside now. (laughs) And I was done.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you were wigged out. Because I think that's the first time you had seen a spirit outside of your home.
0: In full body that looked like a person. Yes. is just like there, yes.
1: And it was incredibly validating to me that like, aha, for I am not crazy because somebody else sees this crazy old man walking through the forest in all white. And yeah. i that was the weirdest part too, is because he was wearing a white shirt and white pants. Right. And he wasn't dirty. And if no. he was trekking through these woods, I mean, he would have dirt on him. Oh, yeah. Like Just this the was like half stuff. marsh. Like not... Yeah. not the,
0: It was sloshy. There was a whole bunch of ground coverage. Like, there were no trails back there. It was solid, thick bush.
1: Mm -hmm. And that that was crazy. That made me feel... Really good that you had seen it. And then I also felt horribly bad because you were so freaked out. Yeah, I you, didn't like it. That bothered you forever. Like, you didn't even walk our dog back in that area anymore. Nope. Because you were like, I'm not dealing with this crap. Nope. <laughs> and I then I, again, started going through this like, oh, do I look into this or do I not? Maybe if I turn it off, maybe not knowing is a good thing. And I decided, you know what? I'm shutting it off
0: yeah and that ended up not being great for me <laughs>
1: yeah I'm sorry
0: because whenever I have ever experienced anything to where I got a description or I seen something like I don't see something visually like that ever mm-hmm. like what was in the forest like yeah. that was that one time and then I I don't think I've ever seen anything that clearly ever again Whenever I see... That was crisp. Yeah, that was was clean. That was a person just there. (laughs) Yeah. Whenever I get any type of like faces or information or anything, it's all when I'm sleeping. It's in a dream state. Like I'll have a dream and I mean, I've had several times where I've like known things were going to happen because it happened in a dream and three days later I'm like, huh.
1: (laughs) Shit. (laughs) Yeah. Like, and it
0: happens and I'm like, Weird. Yep. So the more birdie shut down with not going in and, and either paying attention to spirits or acknowledging they're there. Yeah. Um they started coming to me while I was sleeping.
1: And this is this is what I call their punishment. And this is why I was very adamant to start this podcast because we'll get into this more as time goes on and I didn't realize this connection yet but I get punished by spirit if I shut off and I don't think this is the case for everybody I don't know why this is the case for me but if I don't look if I don't listen I am punished and they know the number one way to punish me is to go straight towards the person I care about. And that just happens to be you. I'm sorry.
0: (laughs) It's okay. This was a time of of confusion and we didn't know any better, but it was always in that state between awake and asleep. Like you're not quite fully asleep Mm -hmm. but you're not fully awake it's almost like half dream state
1: and a lot of people experience psychicness during this time um because you are in that half and half state
0: right and for some reason everything that wants to get your attention likes to just be four inches from my face when I open my eyes (laughs) I know and I just I, I don't know what it was but that kept happening at that time I would wake up and it would be an instance where something would just be and it was this wasn't sleep paralysis I mean this wasn't I couldn't move I could fully move I was fully articulate like this was just I would open my eyes and there would be someone standing there typically bent over really close looking at me like studying my face and I would wake up and just jump and be like what the hell and then like I'd blink a couple times there's nothing there
1: yeah and it's not that you were unvalidated a lot of times I didn't tell you that there was something there and you straight up called it uh without me even telling you I had seen something and a lot of times I just ignored it and thought it would go away or if I wake up in the middle of the night and I seen something in a room I would just shut up and roll over and close my eyes and bury my face under the blankets and grab that holding cross the priest gave us and just hope that it went away. And then the next day you'd tell me, like, something was in my face and I'm so sorry.
0: Yeah, no, it's okay. And half the time, I thought I was dreaming at first. Like, because I started telling you these things, like, I had this crazy dream and this is what happened. Yeah. And then they started being progressively more often and more often Mm and more often. I was telling you and you're like, you would... Validate or I'd wake up, I, w- I just stopped telling you eventually, and then because I was like, I keep having these crazy dreams, and then you'd tell me about something that was in our room or someone, and I'm like, Damn, I like know. I had that exact dream last night, yeah. And they they're usually typically just in our room staring at me, or there was one instance when I remember waking up briefly in the middle of the night, you were asleep. There was something that was darker than the room standing on your side of the bed. And as soon as I opened my eyes and looked at it, it was like superhuman speed. It just was like around the bottom of the bed, up my side, and then in my face. Like it just literally like with one quick movement just whooshed around the bed. Yeah. And I remember jumping. and I think I, I woke you up at that point. Like I think I like startled like yelled like i was like ah like yeah (laughs) and i I mean that was just progressively getting more and more and more
1: yeah and at this point i thought you know what the I can't I can't keep ignoring it. I am ignoring it, and things are getting bad. i I tried to talk onto the phone, and I couldn't even talk on the phone anymore. Um, every time I made a phone call, the phone would go staticky and then you'd hear voices over it. Almost like you were picking up a radio station, right. but it wasn't a radio station, right. Um, we tested that theory. Yeah. Um and every time I had a phone call, it would just it it was insane the phone would be like and you'd hear wow
0: right. and it
1: was like oh crap this is not stopping and who i remember calling my mom and at their house like i i you heard that and somebody talking in the background i'm like who is that and i remember my mom's like That's on your side. She's like, I thought it was a TV. And I'm like, I'm sitting outside. There's no TV. There's nothing. Like there's nothing out here. The wind's not even blowing. Yeah. It
0: was, you could hear it from both ends of the phone call. uh Uh-huh. It wasn't just
1: one. Yeah. And then it started happening between our phone calls. And it got to a point where I stopped talking to people on the phone because I was like, I can't speak on the phone anymore. Whenever I try, like (laughs) these voices come over the phone and are interrupting the phone call. So, um, I was walking on campus through the bookstore, and I had seen there was this one thing in there, and it was tarot cards, and I knew like, oh, I I know some psychics, some mediums, some spiritual people use these to help communicate with spirits, and I thought, well, maybe I could use these tarot cards and get a better understanding. Of what I'm supposed to do. Like what. What do you want. At this point I felt like. What do you want from me. Like what. What do you want. Because. I'm tired of being punished. um, By not. Seeing these people. I'm tired of you being punished. When I don't want to see these people. Or entities. And after you seen that dark thing by our bed. I was like screw this. Like I'm not doing another demon. Like we are not having that again. No. I need to figure this out. This episode is sponsored by Clark Clark After Dark, Dark. a true crime podcast that focuses on true crime's deadliest couples. Clark After Dark is hosted by a hilarious husband and wife duo, Alan and Teresa Clark.
0: Honestly, just their trailer had us both laughing. So go (laughs) show this new podcast some love and support while they fulfill your true crime needs. Their podcast is available on every major podcast player. So go listen to Clark, C-L-A-R-K-E, After Dark, with new episodes every Monday.
1: So, I was so scared to buy these tarot cards, and I remember one day, I came home and I was like, there's these cards called tarot cards. I don't even think I pronounced it tarot. I think I said tarot or something. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I want to very much show you guys that I had no idea what any of this was. I was like, there's these tarot cards and i would really like them and we were so poor (laughs) and i was like i think we really need to try and budget to get these cards because it comes with a book and maybe this book has something that i can learn about and there was no occult section at the bookstore i didn't even know the i didn't even know what the word occult meant yet um i didn't know that there was even books about the paranormal i didn't know any of it um so we went in, and I remember you went to the cash register with them, and I went outside because I was so embarrassed to buy these cards, and you bought them.
0: Yeah, I remember, and I mean, I'm, I don't really get embarrassed, so I was <laughs> just like, here, ring them up. Like, <laughs> like I just went up there, they rung it up, I walked out and I was like, Here you go. <laughs>
1: did they did they give you a funny look?
0: No, they just didn't care. It was they were also students who worked in that bookstore, so they I guess, were just like I guess running we on lived, coffee fumes. Yeah, I guess we
1: <laughs> lived in a pretty liberal accepting area at that time yeah. too. Um unlike now, we live in a pretty conservative area. Yeah. Um that's very uh Bible belt. And we always get really bad looks whenever we buy any spiritual stuff.
0: (laughs) If anybody gives us those looks, I always make sure to give them a wink or something just to be like, yep. (laughs) I was so
1: scared. So I got home and I started, you know, looking at these cards and learning about them and reading this book and learning how to connect to the cards. And I started realizing they were very much divination tool. They weren't, you know, a spirit communication tool. And I had been somewhat open with my parents at this point since the demonic experience they knew that you know there was spirit stuff going on and they were more believing of it because the priest like validated that we had something crazy happening to us right so i had told them i was like hey i i got these tarot cards and i remember my mom and dad were both on the phone and they were like whoa 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 you did what and I was like, yeah, I was like, I think maybe they'll help. I was like, maybe it could just be a tool to help me, you know, connect better or maybe to understand any of this better. I just I need help. Maybe these cards are a part of that story. Mm-hmm. And I remember my dad's like that. Those are the devil's cards.
0: Yeah. I and.
1: He was like, you are going to bring that demon straight back to you because you're opening a portal. And my mom's like, they're evil. You're not supposed to use them. And it scared the crap out of me because I was like, oh, my God, are these actually bad? I never knew that. And I knew they had gone to a psychic before. And that psychic used tarot cards. Right. So I thought they were OK. Um, and I. They, my parents were like, they're evil. They're evil. They're going to bring demons in. You're going to be influenced in. All these things are going to happen. And I got so scared. I couldn't even touch the cards again. I remember that. I asked you if you could pick them up. I You picked them up with a freaking cloth. I was so scared. I didn't even want our skin to touch yeah, the cards. Yeah, you didn't want me to
0: touch them at all.
1: We bundled them up in a cloth We put them in the trunk, and I told you to throw them away and dispose of them, get rid of the book, get rid of everything. I don't want any of it in our house because I thought it was going to bring evil, and I asked you to throw them away without me knowing because I was scared at that point that I had formed an attachment, Right. and I didn't want to know when they got thrown away.
0: Yeah, you didn't want to know when they got thrown away, where they got thrown away, so... I think one day just when I was leaving for school, I took care of it and got rid of them. And I think it was one day that you didn't have class just yet. So you were still homework on homework. I was like, okay, they're they're in my trunk. I'll get rid of them. Yeah. And I let you know once they were gone. Yeah. That they were.
1: And I just want to say to everybody listening, tarot cards are not bad. They are a divination tool. They are used – a lot of people just use them for self-help or to help them make decisions that, you know, you may not know the answer to and use them for guidance. They are not bad at all. They cannot bring demons. Like, I –
0: We were young. We didn't know any better. And the only information that we had gotten about them at that time – was from someone who also had no idea what they were talking about yeah. on that subject.
1: Yeah, and I just want people to I have tarot cards. I love my tarot cards. I, I the decks are gorgeous. Like even if you don't use them for divination, the art on them is absolutely stunning. And there are some decks that I just want to have purely for the art. Like I I don't want anybody to be afraid of them. And I I do want to say now, I I think we're in such an age of information. uh, We just were in this like, nobody talked about it. Nobody talked about anything. And aside from the few paranormal shows, like there wasn't information out there. And I remember scouring the Internet and finding nothing. I couldn't find blogs. I couldn't find, um, I don't know if Twitter was very popular at that point. I think it was around but I I wasn't like... Not
0: with an occult scene or anything like that.
1: Yeah and I I mean there there was just nobody to reach out to and at this point the only other psychic I knew of was Chip Coffee. I mean, uh, and at that point, it's like, what am I going to do? Reach out to these people on TV and be like, hi, I'm sure you get this message all the time, but I think I see spirits like probably half of the millions of emails you get. Can you specifically help me? Like, I I felt dumb. I wasn't going to do that. Like, so I didn't know what to do. So that's where we're going to leave it today. And next time, We are going to pick up and talk about me finding someone to help. (laughs) So thank you all for listening to this episode of The Spirit Diaries.